Before we start this podcast, I want to definitely remind you of a sponsor for Fresh of the Word, 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. In a world of wrestling where there's hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. So if you'd like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or even Zubaz, then drop them a line at 20by20apparel.com. That's the number 20x, the number 20apparel.com. And also check out their enamel pin line. It's super cool. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bummy, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yell about it though. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grindin' shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kids, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my essence. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 All right, welcome to the Fresh to the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. And like always, we have a great, great episode for you, for everybody who is currently in isolation due to the coronavirus outbreak. Please be safe out there. Please wash your hands. Please do what the CDC tells you. Please stay indoors. Don't go out and party with a bunch of people. No group gatherings. Let's just hunker down for a little bit so we can get out of this faster. They're already uh, making headways over in in China and Japan in regards to this. Other, So we just can't be stupid at this point. And also, please, please, no xenophobia or hatred towards Asians anywhere because of this virus. Just because it originated there doesn't mean you can hate on any sort of Asian because of it. Do not listen to Donald Trump and his stupid Chinese virus shit. He is just trying to to be an asshole and stir up shit and 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 also re, you know deflect from the poor job he's done taking care of this of this this pandemic as it came to the US. So please no hate and please help each other out from a distance. You know, check in on your check in on all your peoples. The internet is a utility now. Get phone calls, whatever, but make sure that you know 
open the doors for people to talk with you and make sure everything is cool. So, with that in mind, we have a great show for you. We're going back to the interviews that I did at, at this year's Astronomicon Pop Culture Convention in Sterling Heights, Michigan. Uh, first off, we, my, I have a chat with Detroit Red Wings hockey great Darren McCarty. We talk about his experiences at Astronomicon, along with his appearances on the Hardcore Pawn TV show, and also the marijuana industry, and how that's helped him with his own recovery. And then after that, we uh, have a short little interview with film director, producer, screenwriter, and actor Lloyd Kaufman, co-founder of Troma Entertainment, and director of classics like The Toxic Avenger and Tromeo and Juliet. And he shares with us information about the new Troma Entertainment streaming services, along with all sorts of other nonsense. So, without further ado, let's uh, first get into this interview with Darren McCarty. All right, we're here at the Astronomicon Pop Culture Convention, and I'm here with the the great from the Detroit Red Wings, Darren McCarty. How you going? How's it going? Oh, it could be any better. I'd be twins. It'd be Armageddon. Oh, oh snap! Oh, snap! So, um, I remember a couple years ago, you just were here. You were walking around, and now you're a guest here. You know, what was your first uh, thoughts when you came here uh, a couple years ago? Uh, you know, the most important thing because I do a lot of the cannabis cups in the weed community and and different events, autograph shows and stuff. And the bottom line, it's about the people. So here at Astronomicon with the Twisted family, uh, that's sort of an extended family. And, and I love what they're all about and have been all about and sort of admired them as musicians, but but their whole crew and, and how they treat people. So it's about the people. So to have uh, entered into the con world in, in helping with uh, Donnybrook, the... Uh, the, ho- the hockey comic with uh, Mess Bucket Comics uh, written by Dominic Ruggiero who's who's sort of my arm of comics, Comic-Con. So we're working on that. I uh, created a team and, and coming out in a month is uh, the second book of it where you see here teams that I created. There's ones that, uh, the miners, the Burnaby Blazers, there's uh, Lynchburg Moonshiners by Brandon Inge, Roddy Piper's Kilted Avengers. Brian O'Halloran, who played Dante and Clerks, Hell's Kitchen Heathens, um, and then uh, of David Putty's Ohio uh, Thrill. Anybody who doesn't know him, that's uh, Patrick Warburton, the voice of uh, Joe Swanson and uh, <laughs> Elaine's boyfriend. For all of us uh, old enough to remember, so that and uh, taking my book, My Last Fight, True Story of a Hockey Rockstar, and turning it into a graphic novel. I was a big fan of Watchmen, and, okay. and I love that, and just a, a different world that. Dom told me when I entered, he said, don't worry. Nerds, no nerds, and you're a nerd. So I'm good, and I'm happy with it. And I always say, embrace your geek. Yeah, Dom was telling me that a lot of the, story, the stories that are in Donnybrook were based off of your experiences in hockey. Kind of talk about that. Well, I think that, you know, between taking the, the, the just of a story, of whether uh, how much you exaggerated or how much it's on true, that there's an origin to it somewhere, and... It's just a perspective a lot. I think that in comics and in cartoons that you can get away and write a little bit more liberally or get away with than, than, than you can doing other things. So it's a great way for the, for the people that care because if you look at this isn't for kids. It's, uh, it's, un, it's like an uncensored version, but it's for the fan that wants to know a little bit of what they thought they knew, maybe a clarification or like they knew, damn, I knew that was true. <laughs> right, right. 
So these days you've been very invested in the cannabis industry. Um, it helped you uh, get over your alcoholism. Kind of talk about you know what you're doing in that industry and how weed was able to help you. Well, I'm I come from alcohol, that's right, but uh, weed saved my life and uh, just because and then I got educated on it because of what my endocannabinoid system and why it helped me so much. So the more I got into that, the more I realized it was about getting educated on the truth. It's the same thing you just say, I'm not going to get mad about 10 years ago because we didn't have the education on the opioids, but we do now, and we have the education on the, on the weed, even though we always probably did have it. The truth is the truth now, and anybody who knows me, um, it's all about I'm, I'm as transparent and clairvoyant as anybody, and, and I speak my truth, and that's just one of the biggest lies to humanity in my because it's not about using it, it's about knowing you have an option and if you and and that's what it's about and then you get educated and then and then you learn how you it can also um you know it, it can help you and then everybody's different then you have the conversation you know so it's it's, it's about conversations about anything else um you know i do a podcast grind time with Darren mccarty on nrm streamcast and one of the new uh shows i'm going to break out in, in March because I'm also starting a grind time channel but I'm starting sophisticated stoner it's about the plant it's about the people not the plant you know so uh, my involvement in this state is uh, up in Pinkana uh, up in Pinconning exit 181 we have the 200 million dollar facility there that's where the Darren McCarty brand will be coming out I was up there last week I know that we went into flowers so within three four months should have product on the shelves and I'm excited about it because it might be able to help somebody as it helped me, and if not, I will continue my search, my role of the truth, and, and because, remember, it's not what, it's who, so. What was it about marijuana that helped you specifically? You know, what? It's like anybody who wants to go on a diet or wants to look into different things. It's allowing your body to work for itself, so, you know, it's being educated and, and to understand what an endocannabinoid system was and to understand that, that the, the CBD is for your body and the THC is for your brain and, and you know then then you go from there and then you get into different things because people are, are looking into it so I believe that if you want something bad enough that you'll find a way to make it happen and especially when you help yourself and it's it's a positive thing and it, and I always joke and say that I'm Benjamin I'm Benjamin Button uh, and uh, every every day because of this plant um, the older I get, the younger I look. So. so you're feeling younger now than you have in a long time. Right? Oh, absolutely. Feeling mentally, physically, spiritually, everything. What do you do in combination with uh, you know, the, uh, marijuana to sort of keep up your health? Yeah, no, I mean, it's to know your body and to know that... Uh, you know that. What's your diet like? Do you do an exercise? Like exercise I do. I stretch and I play golf. Would be my physical exercise. I smoke as much weed as I can, which means CBD intake and stuff. You got to know your system and find what works. There's different things that work during the day than they do at night. What are you looking for? And when you can enhance your mood, and it also helps because you're educated, then you sort of you know you can enjoy life on life's terms. So. It's just it's it's all it's all a journey that everybody because anything with a spine has an endocannabinoid system and it and this plant feeds your system. That's that's all I needed to know. Right. That's all I needed to know because it's common sense to me. Other people, it's not. So, 
Again, I'm not trying to convince anybody. What I'm trying to do is just allow, let everybody know that they have an option. So you're somebody that's very, you know, being a Red Wing, you, you have a big love for Detroit. One of the things, like a friend of mine, uh, my friend Tony, he wanted me to bring up. What was your experience like being a, a part of a Hardcore Pawn? Oh, I loved it, man. You know, because, you know, the story behind that, um, I grew up in West, or not grew up, I raised my kids in West Bloomfield and they were, Golds were my neighbors, so I was always intrigued. And it was at the point in my life where I got an opportunity to go learn the business. I still know it to this day. It helps you, help me in negotiating. And, and I'm not afraid to work hard. I enjoyed working in the back as much as I did out front selling. So, you know, to this day, if I go back in there, uh, sometimes if uh, the old man sees me, he'll put me to work still. <laughs> what were some things you learned during that experience? You know, bartering, um, the value of things, uh, you know, people, a lot of things is people skills, you know, and, and, and to watch how, you know, it, it's, you know, you learn a lot of different things, but I enjoy I enjoy people and I le enjoy learning. So it was as much as the customers as it was the people that worked there that I loved. Was there anything that you learned during that time that you wish you knew during your hockey career? Nah, I don't know. I, you know, there's just other other skills you learn, right? You know, like organizing the computer. And you know, you, when you play hockey, you don't need the computer. You know, uh, just different things at the end of the day what I learned in the similarities is that at that if any, at the end of the day it's all about your work ethic and the hard work that you put in so I uh, but I but I enjoyed it because you learn numbers and why numbers were what way and how to negotiate and leave yourself a margin and shit that I never had to learn because all I had to learn is how to get out of the way of a punch you're synonymous with some of the craziest moments in Red Wing history whether it's the you know, punching Claude Lemieux into next Tuesday, game-winning goals. What are some of your things? What are the, some of the things that stick out in your mind during your career, though? Well, you know, when people ask me what's your favorite moment, scoring the clinching goal in '97 or the fight against Claude Lemieux and scoring that overtime goal, well, you got to go chronologically. It's just like we're sitting here at a con. And you like things to go in order, so without March 26 and Turtle and Lemieux and scoring the overtime goal. Because that's the togetherness of Red Wing Nation everywhere. That was the proverbial, it's going to be all right. I don't know what it means, it's going to be all right. <laughs> Same thing with Stevie back now. So uh, that I'll always remember that. The goal, the hat trick against uh, Juan, the first game of the conference finals, and just raising the cup four different times. It's like having kids, it's four different storylines. What is it that you love about the city of Detroit? People. It's all about the people that that, that you know, and it's the, it, it is the people of Michigan, and and because it's their moral compass of if it's right, then we'll 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 do it. And we're not afraid of hard work, and we're not afraid, you know, uh, you throw it at us. We're resilient, and and I love that. I love that about, and everybody appreciates, you know, hard work, and that's all. At the end of the day, that was my greatest ability is just to give everything I had. Now that you're at Ashinamakan as a guest, you know, what's your experience like already this weekend? You know, what's, you know, what's your thoughts now? No, I think it's phenomenal just to the vibe in here and just to watch, you know, some of the icons in different fields, uh, um, you know, on display and to watch people just enjoy things they love. And, the, you know, especially this, with the Twisted crowd, it's more of a horror crowd, but it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, to watch a little too... 
two or three year old see the scariest looking person in here and wave at them and shake their hand, it's like, it's pretty cool to me. What has been like um, people's reaction to you being here? Because like I said, like you're, you're very synonymous with Detroit, Detroit sports, you know, what was what's going on and, and you know it's a great way to interject and they always know the best thing is that when people know that I'm here that they know how approachable I am and 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 to pay attention along this journey so it's uh, you know a, a lot of it uh, you know being here is meeting new people but it's also seeing the old faces too a lot of that's what it's all about too to catch up again and to see people you haven't seen in a while and everybody likes different things so that's why I do different things to make sure I run into all everybody if you had a sort of a nugget of knowledge for anybody listening to this, it doesn't matter what sort of thing that they do in life, you know, that they could project into their own life, what would that be? You, you can never quit, and you got to know the difference between surrendering and quitting. Surrendering is, is actually victory, you know, but you can't quit life. You can take a pause, you can take the breath, you gotta, you got a 10 count, so, but you can take all nine, but you got to make sure you get back up. So no matter how many times you fall down, you got to get back up. Back of 10, yeah. That's it, man. It's like Cardi B said. That's it. Well, there you go. Cardi B knows. It's been good, talk it's been good talking with you. Um, what's next uh, in the life of Darren McCarty? What you got? What, what projects do you got going on next? Well, I got Grind Time with Darren McCarty podcast on NRM Streamcast. And, uh, here, let me get out of there. Um, Obviously, Pink Canna, uh, Mass Bucket Comics with the comic book, the graphic novel, um, the, the different things, PR, marketing stuff with the Red Wings. So, uh, Slaps the Comedy Tour, Darren McCarty Slaps the Comedy Tour. I'm all around. Thank you, brother. Yeah, so uh, I'll be out and about. DarrenMcCarty.com. Check it out. All right, it was good talking with Darren McCarty. He was so super cool during the whole Astronomicon weekend. He came up and talked with everybody. Everybody can just come up and talk with him. He, it was just it was super cool, and it looks like he's doing really well these days. You know, he uh, you know he's had a bit of a rough life, but uh, he looks like he's uh, definitely on the mend. And uh, you know, marijuana has been helping it. <laughs> All right, now let's get into the interview with Lloyd Kaufman. It isn't much of a long interview, but it's a funny interview. <laughs> so it was cool to talk with such a legend like Lloyd Kaufman. And that interview will come to you after a word from our sponsor. All right, we're at Astronomicon. I'm here with Lloyd Kaufman, Toxic Avengers, Troma. How are you liking it here at uh, Astronomicon? Well, Astronomicon is the very best uh, movie-related uh, uh, convention that I've ever been to, to tell you the truth. And uh, I've been to many. I've been making movies for 50 years. And uh, I, what can I tell you? It's, it's Tromastromonicon, if you ask me. <laughs> so out of all the vast movies that you've been in, produced, directed, whatever, which ones have the hottest chicks? Well, I would say that, uh, uh, let me think now, poultry guys, it's about chicken zombies, so the chicks were the hottest. No, I meant women, hot women. Poultry guys, night of the chicken dead. I'm, I meant women, hot women, beautiful women. We don't have any women in our films. Okay, alright. I see women down here. There's women. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. Oh, okay. So, um, 
a friend of mine, Zach Silverman, he wanted me to ask you, what did you think of the Toxic Crusader cartoon, the toys and video games? He loved them as a kid. How involved were you in the creation of them? Very involved in the creation. Lloyd Kaufman was very involved. We, Jeff Sass and I wrote some of the scripts to the cartoons. Every toy, everything had to be personally signed off by Mr. Michael Hers, my partner of 46 years. So it was, uh, it was a real uh, thing, let's put it that way. We're very proud of the Toxic Crusaders. And if you go to Troma Now, Troma Now, our streaming service, you can not only see all the toys and everything, there's about a thousand movies there. And uh, all for free on the first month, and then uh, $4, $5 a month. So uh, go see the uh, 1980s cartoons. Also every month we put up two or three brand new exclusive movies uh, on uh, Troma Now. You get in there by going to watch.troma.com. How do you, you know, how do, how do you feel about this sort of streaming age where you're able to bring all of that work that you've done into this new generation? Well, I think uh, streaming uh, is very important, but you must never cross streams. If you cross streams, you may get a, a, a different uh, identity. The person with whom you cross the screen oh, yeah. will become you and vice versa. So other than that, I know nothing about streaming. But I do know that Troma Now is the uh, future, but now. Troma Now, the future, but now. And it's probably the only uncensored uh, streaming service that you'll find because Prime is uh, streaming uh, censored stuff, and so is YouTube. And uh, they are uh, only showing uh, Netflix stuff. You know, it's garbage. What, you know, on the streaming service, you know, actually, you know, I want to ask you this. You got a whole table full of uh, Blu-rays and uh, DVDs. You know, how important is it to still have those available? Uh, it's all about the fans. I do whatever the fans tell me to do. In fact, I used to be six foot four, blonde, blue-eyed. Fans told me to look like an ugly Jew. I changed my whole, not just my personality to be a bitter old man, but I shrunk down to a four foot three, ninety-pound uh, weakling. We can continue this tomorrow. The main thing is uh, uh, check out Troma now because it's the future now. Actually, I want to, you're part of the angry uh, video game uh, nerd. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, I actually had somebody ask. I want to ask you how you guys uh, linked up. You know, so well, we were. I wasn't announced that part. Oh, you weren't. Okay. Okay, then I'm gonna ask it anyways. Like, can I ask you one more question? Yeah, one okay. More question. How did how did you get linked up with uh, the angry video game nerd? Well, uh, uh, we met on Grinder. Uh, whoa! And, whoa. Uh, yeah, I was uh, Nancy in those days, and uh, you know, one thing led to another, and he's a great guy. And if you see Return to Return to Newcomb High, which is Volume Two, it's my most recent movie. Return to Return to Newcomb High, not Return to Newcomb High. That was Volume One, but Return to Return to Newcomb High. You will see the angry video nerd in a wonderful cameo, and I'm in. I am Uncle Lloydie is in uh, James Rolfe's, I mean, the Angry Video Game Nerd. Nice, nice, nice. It was great talking with you. Is there you any final thoughts you want to put out there into the world? If I had any final thoughts, uh, I'd be dead. Oh, <laughs> Perfect. Those would be my final thoughts. Hey, yo, thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh is the Word, hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, empowered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash fresh is the word. 
Intro theme music by Foulmouth, Shimmy Bango, and Knox Money. Fresh of the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash fresh of the word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media on Twitter at Fresh of the Pod, on Instagram at Fresh of the Word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Fresh of the Word. For more information about Fresh of the Word and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit freshofthepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye and good night. Fresh is the word.